Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for life. You'll be Judges 9 and 22. After Abimelech had reigned over Israel three years, God sent a spirit of ill will between Abimelech and the men of Shechem, and the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech. People don't realize that God does this kind of stuff. He sent a spirit of ill will. Oh, God would never do that. Yeah, He does. <laughs> to accomplish His will, to get the knuckleheads, the willful, damaging sinners that will come in and destroy the whole china shop that don't care about you and your life. They do damage. They take from you. God has a way with dealing with those kind of people. You let God deal with them. He will. So he sent that spirit of ill will. God made his move. So there you go. Just like Jotham had said would happen, there's a revolt that's starting to brew. Hey, Abimelech's the one that picked them, didn't he? He's got trouble with them now. You chose them, Abimelech. Those are your friends that you picked. You made your bed, lay in it. And if you read ahead, you're going to see that Abimelech is going to be dead by the end of this chapter. Poof, goes the Bramble King. God has made his move to take Abimelech down. I want to close right now with some way in which we can apply what we learned here today. Because people always come, I always hear people say the Bible is not relevant. That's not relevant, it's old. Well, they haven't listened to me preach, have they? Because I always find some kind of relevance in God's Word for us today. First off, ambition can be good. Ambition's okay. If you've got things you want to do, go get it, man. Ambition is good if it's a benefit to others. If it benefits other people. But when your ambition is for selfish gain, like Abimelech, when it's all about you and what you get, and never for the building up of anybody else, that is ungodly behavior which causes major trouble. When it's all about you and what you can get. That was Abimelech's thought. I want to be king. Boy, that's going to set me up great. And he took from people. He was an opportunist. And he took what he could with force. That's trouble. Abimelech wanted to lie in his pockets as a king. 1 Timothy 6 and 9, here's how we can apply this. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a snare and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge men into ruin and destruction. Not good. That was Abimelech's first error. If I can be king, I'll be one rich dude. I'll be powerful. I'll have it all. Now, the second thing Abimelech did wrong was he surrounded himself with worthless company. Remember it said he picked worthless and reckless men. Your drive and your ambition can be faulty, and if you surround yourself with bad people, 
That's another layer on top of that. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. It also says bad company corrupts good character. This is all advice we can all use. Basically, you are going to end up exactly like the people you surround yourself with. The people you hang with, you're going to be just like them. Just like them. My advice is if you want to be more like Jesus, is to surround yourself with godly believers of Messiah Jesus so that they can build you up and encourage you to walk in His righteousness. I'm telling you, if you hang around with ungodly people, you will end up just like them. If you hang around people that don't care about God, you will end up just like them. If you hang around people that want to walk with Jesus and who love God and dedicate themselves to God, you will end up like them. Pick your friends wisely. So now I want you to ask yourself, what kind of people am I hanging out with? I had my parents tell me that, well, you need to pick better friends, Ray. And I took that all offensive. I didn't want to hear that. I'll pick better friends. They were right. I ended up just like them. Ask yourself this question, what kind of people am I hanging out with? Do I spend my time with those who prioritize obedience to God or not? Because you're going to end up just like them. One thing I want you all to know is that I don't only exist on Sunday. I have a life. <laughs> I live the other six days of the week, okay? I do things. I drive a car like y'all. I go to the grocery store when she's not. I do things. I, I do things that people do. I'm a regular guy, and I like to hang out with people. I like hanging out with y'all. Matter of fact, some of us are talking about having a steak later today. I don't know. But I like hanging out with y'all because I, wanna, I want us to rub off on each other. I want you to recognize me as not just the Sunday blink. I'm a guy that lives through the week, and we can hang out and be friends, and we should do that. We should all be doing that. We should all know one another and know one another very well, because you're going to be like the people you hang with. So what kind of people are you hanging with? Who are they? Are they people that selflessly build others up in Christ, or do they selfishly build themselves up in riches, money, and title, and trying to be all they can be for them? Which, which kind of people are they? If your life is just all about those Benjamins, the money, the money, realize that Jesus said, if you serve money, you can't serve me. Pick one. You can't have both. That was my problem for a long time. I was after the money. I'm so good at my job. I'm good at my career. I am something. I had the title. I was going up in the ranks in management. God's like, you can't serve me and be like that. If your life's drive, work, and ambition, if all your energy is spent on just making more gain for yourself than what you have done, is you have made a worthless bramble your king. As believers, Messiah Jesus is to be our king. Remember, the olive tree, its desire was to produce something that built others up. It said, I would rather produce what I can give to, for others than be of great title. 
The fig tree's desire was to make fruit for people to eat. The grapevine, it it wanted cheers with both God and men. I can see him pouring that cup. Cheers to you. That's what the grapevine wanted. I give something that's for the benefit of others. They did not want to rule. They all wanted their work to build people up. But if you are spending your time on just trying to elevate yourself, then what a bramble. What an unproductive waste of time. I also want to add to the whole story here real quick. The olive tree, the fig tree, and the grapevine, they all had fruitful work. They all could produce something that was good for other people. But because they forgot the Lord in their lives, they gave themselves over to the bramble. Did you see that? I was thinking good about them until they, get, they said, oh, Bramble, come roll over us. Now we got us a new problem. Today, I see a lot of people with good qualities. They have skills. They're not stupid. They're smart. They can do great, wonderful things. They have intelligence. And they have, they have the ability to produce good things that could build others up. But they forgot about the Lord somewhere. And therefore, all of their good talents are wasted. Wasted. Yesterday, I heard a guy tell a story. He's talking about filling up at a gas pump, and his bank called him after he filled up at this gas pump to say that he spent $2,300 at that gas pump. There's no way you can fill anything up at $2,300. That's, that's just a lot. It's not even possible. It's obvious, and I looked into it, there are hackers, they install their own card readers on gas pumps. You're supposed to know what the card reader looks like. If you see a card reader that looks like it has an extension thing on it, don't stick your card in there. Because they put something on top of it, you put your card in there, you get your gas because the pump actually reads it, but their little wireless little thingy they stuck on there also got your number. And then they're going to tap your account. And that got me to thinking. These thieves that cashed in on this guy, they have quite an understanding of electronics to be able to pull this kind of trick off. They're not stupid. They're smart. They have the capability of producing something useful to others, but because they have given themselves over to a foolish Bramble's authority, all of their skills are now wasted on thievery. Think about that olive tree the fig tree, and the vine. They were good at something, but they gave themselves to the bramble. Now it's no good. Now you're all going down. Verse 14, they said, Bramble, you come and reign over us. And so these are three trees that could be producing something good, but now their productivity is worthless. All of you have something to give. All of you. Somebody came to me last week and says, "I, I just came up with something I want to do. Can I do it? I was like, great, let's do it. That's, that's what the body of Christ does. All of you have something to do. And if you don't want it to go to waste, here's how you can use it. Here's what you can do with it. Hebrews 10.24, and let us consider one another. Say, well, okay, wait a minute. Stop right there. Let us consider one another. This means stop thinking about just you. Let us consider one another. 
in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another. That means building each other up. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. Guys, that's what we're here to do. Build one another up. You have gifts. Maybe they were being wasted. Come and invest it in here. Don't waste your gifts and your talents. Use them to build other people up in the kingdom. Don't take the worrisome response of, but I have to go to work or else I can't make my bills. Do you realize that your job is not for making money? That took me a long time to get because that was my most difficult moment. And really turn into, when I turned around into belief and, and being productive in the, in the kingdom, that my job is not to make money. When I read about the streets of heaven being gold, I realized if God wanted to, He could go pick up a slab and throw it in my lap. But since He hasn't, why am I at a job? I'm at a job because... Your job is to place you in front of people that you would have never met in any other way so that you can demonstrate Jesus Christ to them. It is God's job assignment in your life. Here's your mission field. Go. Well, I don't want to go. Well, you're going to have to. (laughs) You can't turn this job down. Now represent me in there. It's not about you and making money and getting rich and having stuff. It's about you being in front of people and representing the gospel of Jesus to those who don't believe, who could come to believe because they watched you. That's what your job is for. Our jobs are not about making money. It's about sharing the gospel of Jesus. Don't go into your job with all of those talents and gifts that you have and waste it. Use it for the Lord. And if you're not a believer... For those of you who are unbelievers, you're not there yet, and you have a job, your job is for you to see Jesus in someone else. It goes both ways. Our jobs are not about making money. It's about sharing the gospel of Jesus. Don't waste it. I want to show you something in Hebrews 6 and 10, and we're almost done. For God is not unjust to forget your work. Isn't that good? God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward His name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. You see that word labor? That's work. And if you will work to minister to the saints, that means believers, you will work to build up believers and minister to them with what you have to give, with your talents, God says, I won't forget that. We get to heaven, he goes, I know what you did. I haven't forgotten. Oh, so good. That's what I want. I want God to remember my work. I don't want my work wasted. I don't want my talents and my gifts wasted. So which way do you look at it? How do you allocate yourself? One last thought I want us to consider, that I want you to consider, is that when you compare a cedar tree with a bramble, There is no way, no way a cedar tree can possibly get under a bramble. It can't get under a thorn bush. It won't get under it because it can't get under it. Cedar trees are too big, and it doesn't matter how much the thorn bush makes threats, a cedar tree is not going to get under it. Friends, as believers, in Messiah Jesus, 
The only thing we need to be concerned with getting under is getting under the blood of Christ. That's it. In Jesus, we are way too big to get under the threats of a worthless bramble. Isaiah 54 and 17. This backs it up. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Ooh, so good. All those threats going on by all those brambles out there, you do not have to be scared of them. You do not have to submit to them and get under them. As, as a child of God, you won't because you can't. I have already given myself to someone. I have given myself to the Lord Jesus Christ. The bramble can't scare you. The other day, first off, Abimelech didn't have this attitude. He was the bramble. Waste of time. The other day, Anna and I were at a um, coffee shop, and they were playing some really good music. And we were, you know, kicking. I, I was liking it. But Anna goes, did you hear that? I said, what? We listened to the lyrics. And the lyrics were this. They said this. They said, don't pray for us. We don't need your Jesus. It was a good song, but that's what they were saying. And I got to thinking to myself, whoever that was, they were sure gifted, but what a waste of talent. What a waste. And that's exactly why Jotham was trying to warn the people about Abimelech. Don't waste your, ta- your talents and your gifts. I want to ask you to review your life and c- consider your talents. And ask yourself, am I doing this for myself or am I doing this for the Lord? And then you're going to have to choose this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. In Jesus, I'm a mighty cedar tree and I cannot get under the rule of a worthless bramble. I've already put myself under King Jesus. Jesus gave himself completely, all the way to the point of death on the cross. He humbled himself to the point of death so that we could be saved. This is no light manner. This is a serious thing. It's something we all need to take very seriously because it costs a lot. I don't think we're ever going to know quite exactly how expensive this price was to buy us back for the damage that we did. We can look at Abimelech and say, oh, you bad guys, you did all this damage. Well, guess what? My sin, your sin, has all done a lot of damage. And somebody had to come clean it up for us because we couldn't do it. So shouldn't it be a dedication of our lives to say, I take everything I've got, everything I can do, everything I can produce, and give it all to the Lord for what He's done for me. Give your job to Him. Give your body to Him. Give your life to Him. Everything you've got that you can do. Find some way to use it for Him. And if you aren't using it for Him, maybe you need to stop what you're doing and rethink what's going on. I had a gift working in radio, but I was using it for me. I was going to get all this money, and I was going to run a radio communications, all this stuff. And I, I just thought that was the way to go. And then the Lord turned to me. But you know what's neat? He's still using my gifts. I'm just using it for Him now. 
I'm still on the radio, and I'm thankful for that radio ministry, but I am now using it for Him. I've taken something I'm good at, and I have reallocated it to the Lord. Let's remember what the Lord has done for us. In Luke 22 and 14, it says, When the hour had come, He sat down and the twelve apostles with Him. Then He said to them, With fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then He took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take the bread and do in remembrance. He says, Remember me. But we already read that the Lord says, I'm not going to forget your works. I'm going to remember you for what you've done for me. Let's remember what Jesus did for us. Verse 20. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. Covenants are always instituted by blood, because it's a picture that something died for this. This covenant he makes is because he died. There's covenants throughout the Bible. Blood had to be spilled for it, because man is sinful, and it takes life to wash away death. That's where the blood comes in. This should remind us, see, if you look at the color, it's red. This is what the grapevine produced, right? This reminds us that we are sinners and that we need this life to wash that off. Let's take this in remembrance of what the Lord has done for us. Father God, thank you so much for what you have done for us. Thank you for this parable. Lord, we're one or the other. We're a giver or we're a taker. And Lord, some of us are trying to play both sides of the fence because I have done that. And Lord, we're finding out it doesn't work out too well. Lord, show us it's better to get all in than to try to play both sides. It can't be done. Lord, you said pick one. You can't do both. Forgive us, Lord God, for acting in selfish ways. And many of our selfishness, maybe we don't even realize it's selfish. Maybe we just got into a routine and we're just used to that. And Lord, now maybe we're realizing, I've got to straighten some things up. I've got to fix some things in my life. Because if not... All the works we do that are not on the foundation of Jesus Christ are going to be burned up at a loss. We want our works to pass through as reward. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us for forgetting, Lord God, like the people did here. But Lord, Jotham said, listen to me so that the Lord will listen to you. Lord, I say the same thing. For the people to listen to this word so that you will listen to them. Lord God, people in the room are expressing repentance. Lord, listen to them. Lord, hear them. Forgive us. We messed up. We're sorry. Put us back on the right track in the various parts of our life where we got off. We want to remember you so that you will remember us. Thank you for dying in my place, for giving me salvation for free. I didn't have to die that on the cross like you did. I die in you, but you did that work. Thank you that you did it for me. I never could have paid it myself. You're worth everything. You are totally worth getting under. Lord, forgive us for submitting under a bramble. I give you my life. You are my Lord Jesus. I thank you. Amen. 
you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time, unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.